fri- well, French fries. <laughs> <laughs> when I tried to look up French recipes and I put in French paleo, it just everything was up. French fries. It just was like French fries, French fries. or French, French fries. toast, French, French toast. toast. Yeah, oh, the French are ro- <laughs> rolling their eyes right now. You're listening to Paleo Pep Talk. Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pep Talk and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer. We're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers. Just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number 39, the one about international paleo dishes and cooking. And cooking. <laughs> and um, But before we get started, I have to make a correction. Um, to last Uh-oh. week because I was cracking up when I listened to it on Monday because I was like, okay, the whole point of telling the story about the hatchet target practice thing right. at the Turvan was right. to bring that back around to camping because it, the whole idea was like paleo games. When you go camping, you could have paleo games because you're out in like the wilderness. You're out, yeah, because you're out in the wilderness, you might be cutting up your wood and stuff. So as long as you don't have any campsites nearby, you know, what would be the harm of doing some target practice on a tree with some hatchets and, you know, okay. see well, who the good. best little paleo, you know, person, maybe skinning some animals or something like that, you know, like paleo games, like the Olympics, like paleo games. So I totally... Like, no, the caveman games. Caveman games. So I just <laughs> totally forgot to bring that back around and finish that thought. Um, it was too crazy of a story. It was too crazy. And I was listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, the whole point of telling the story was to bring it back to when you're camping to have caveman games. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now you can go play some caveman now games. Now we can play some caveman <laughs> games. Um... And I, you know, I did uh, some, this was a fun topic to do, but I do want to do a preface and say, you know what, Um, I don't know about you, Chelsea, but I didn't hit like every country on the planet. So please don't be offended if (laughs) your country or your area didn't really get covered. The whole idea of this this particular topic is just to be thinking outside the box of the normal foods. Think that yep. you can do some fun stuff. Get out there and think about you know new you know f- foods from other countries and or if you're from another country, uh, you know you don't have you can make almost anything in a paleo version. I know. So, so fun. yeah. So that's kind of I just wanted to say that up front. I don't want anybody to get upset because we didn't do a certain you know country because the whole idea is just to stimulate your mind to some new creative ideas and you know yeah do something fun. Sometimes we forget that we can make, you know, things other than chicken. Oh my gosh, I found some stuff that Chelsea, I was like, you know, why don't I, th- you know, think of this stuff. I know. Why don't I think of this? I know. Because it's stuff that I even like and I just never, you know, get around to it. So anyway, um, and then I also found some, just some hints, uh, too, that I'll go through at the kind of later on just substitutions for things. So, 
you know. Oh, good uh, idea. You know, we've gone through them before, I think. But just reminders that yeah. if you're cooking a certain way and, you you know, instead of using one thing, you can use this. So, anyway. This. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, should we go by kind of like a region, I guess? Sure. Okay. Do you want to start? Uh, let me just pick one. I'll just pick one and then you talk about one that you found. How's that sound? Okay. So cool. in, in Japanese cuisine, and I what I did is I picked some different cuisines and kind of what the general thing that maybe they're known for. You know what I mean? Like kind okay. of the kind of mm-hmm. food they're known for. Now, one of the things that's nice about paleo is with the exception of France and Italy, but Italy's really easy to do paleo, but France... Other because of all the bread and cheese, it was kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know. I but know. the uh, the other countries, French people are probably definitely not paleo. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not paleo. But <laughs> other than, most of the countries, you know, around the world, other than the United States, because we have a lot of breads and stuff, uh, and just our food is heavily laden with that kind of thing. But a lot of these countries are really their base is fresh meats and vegetables and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, now, uh-huh. with the Japanese, of course, they, we've got sushi or sushimi. And everything yeah. in sushi or sushimi is pretty much paleo with the exception of usually it has rice. Well, use cauli rice. rice. Use cauli rice in there. Oh, yeah. It would, it's not going to change the and taste. And you can make sushi at home. I've never been a big sushi person. Are you? No. I don't, no. Okay. Because I don't like the seaweed. And I know there's a whole bunch of different ways to do it. I'm just not, okay? It's just, it's just not my thing. Yeah, <laughs> However, I just wanted to say that would be an easy thing for people to make um, and just use cauli rice and then use the coconut aminos in their dipping sauces. Yeah. For, oh, yeah. You know? Totally. And, but. Their coconut aminos are so good. Yeah. And I, now here's something that I do want to mention that I want to try. In fact, next time you're home, we should try this because I know that you will love this. Um, cause you and I aren't huge fish people, but we like shrimp and it, That's, one of the Japanese, yeah. uh, things, tempura is big with Japanese, which would be considered oh, a no, no. Uh-huh. However, primal palate has a recipe for tempura shrimp and it is paleo. Really? Yes. So, um, and it looks delicious. So, wow. Okay. You know, think about, you know, it'd be fun. It's kind of like a challenge that maybe you and your family, or if you're on your own, or if you have friends like Chelsea's in New York and she has other friends, maybe once a week get together and do a paleo meal from another country, you know? From another, that's such a fun idea. Or or even if it's once a month. Now, my sister belongs to a group of friends, they call it Bon Appetit, that they get the Bon Appetit for the month, the magazine, and they, pick one of them whoever's hosting picks the meal out of that dish and tells everybody what they're Uh making and they all get together once a month and make this meal out of that magazine you could do the same idea you could pick a country somebody picks the country and you come up with things uh in the paleo version from those countries i mean try to make it interesting you know make it that's so fun that's a great idea once a month um you know somebody hosts it and so anyway, I just thought that was interesting because tempura, I love tempura, uh, and and that you can also do fish. There's other things you can do tempura, but um, anyway, so that was a, like from Japanese. I mean, there's other obviously dishes, but I was thinking they're they're you know very much known for their sushi and their tempura uh, yeah. specifically. Yeah. So yeah. So what did you have? Cool. Well, I have a bunch, but um, I mean, I have a bunch. One too, of them, but... which is one of my favorites. Just to eat. I kind of went more with, like, the international foods that I like. I understand. Yeah, that's fine. Um, 
And one of my favorites that I have made before, and it is so good, is paleo chicken pad thai. Mm-hmm. I love pad mm-hmm. thai. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, what did you use for the pad thai? For the... For the noodles. The pad thai noodles. The noodles? Yeah. Um, if you can use spaghetti squash. Oh, right. Or you okay. can use zoodles. Right, okay. Uh, or, um, well, I, but what I used was, um, sweet potato noodles. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So they were more, like, pad thai-ish. Or you can also use carrot noodles. That was another one that they had said. Oh, okay, use. yeah. Um, but, oh my gosh, it was so good. And, um, the sauce, I can't, it, there was coconut cream. Mm-hmm. And then instead of peanuts, they did... Uh, cashew, or peanuts. not cashew, almond? Yeah. Almond, or... No, I think it was cashew. Cashew might have been cashew. Yeah, um, but it was just so good, and it tasted exactly like pad thai. It took a little while to make, but it tasted exactly like I wanted it to, and I was very excited about that. So I think that's a really fun one. And then also another one I came across um, when I was looking at that is, um, and this is a different country, but that was kind of my Thai one. But um, is uh, spaghetti squash chow mein. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, like Chinese yeah. food, yes. which goes along with my next one, which is orange chicken. Orange chicken, Because yeah. I love orange chicken. It's my favorite. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I do have to say, I, my mom and I went to China when I was in eighth grade, and I, this is just because probably I'm, you know, an American, but I do have to say that the Chinese food at Safeway in Sandpoint was my favorite. <laughs> compared to the Chinese food in China. Well, it's just very different. We didn't really know Real what we Chinese were eating. Food. Well, yeah, we had no idea what it was. But, like, when we would go to a restaurant and they'd bring out all the dishes, right. you know, I would always be like, where's the orange chicken? Yeah. And no. there was never orange chicken. There was chicken. never orange chicken. It was very different food. And yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah. There wasn't even sweet and sour chicken. It's kind of like other favorite. American Mexican food is very different exactly. than Mexican food, and yeah. American Chinese yeah. food is very different is than Chinese. Way different. <laughs> I agree. Um, well, yeah. And but one... the paleo orange chicken was so so good. I mean, it was so it was pretty easy to make. The sauce is just you know. What recipe? Like, who do you? Where's your source for the tapioca? Um. Oh, it's I have it on my website. On we ha- I have it on the Paleo Pep okay. Talk website okay. actually. Yeah. If you go to um, Paleo Pep Talk and then go to um, under resources lunch okay. and dinden. Okay. It's in there. Okay. Um and it is um it's called a saucy kitchen. Okay. Well, okay, Thai food. Or sorry. What? It's not. I lied. Jay's Baking Me Crazy. That's oh, a great okay. blog, by the way. Okay. Um, the Sweet and Sour Chicken is a saucy kitchen. Okay. Sorry. Um, Thai cooking in general lends itself very well to paleo yeah. because it uses yeah, a lot yeah. of coconut milk, coconut cream, yes. vegetables, curry is a great mm-hmm. flavor. That oh, you yeah. Can, there was a, you can make a curry like a... So, uh, like a curry sauce or whatever by combining mm-hmm. butternut squash or pumpkin with coconut milk 
and putting curry powder in it. Interesting. And get a nice texture, and then you can add your meat in there or whatever. Um, you can go, you know, you just look up on the internet there, every, you know, just Thai recipes for, you yeah. know, whatever. But the idea is with Thai, and then the rice that it used, they do use a lot of rice or noodles, and then you just would replace that with But the collie rice is so easy. It's so easy, and it doesn't have a taste that bothers anything. I mean, it's like, it yeah. just blends with whatever you're making, you know. Yeah, I know. So, I love it. It's so good. Yeah. And, and you can make it taste like so many different things. Absolutely. Whatever you flavor it like is what it'll taste like. So, yeah, yeah Thai cooking is an easy one to do, um, you know, paleo. So, yeah. and, and you can even go out to Thai and it's not going to be perfect, but you, you know, you're not going to get your gluten-free noodles most likely at most Thai places, but you know, there's other, you can always do a curry, uh, something. So the Thai, um, something that I have here with me is my favorite book, the essential spices, herbs and spices. We've talked about this book before, but it's, I brought it because it's great because it goes through our favorite page, which lists all of the different kinds, like Cajun, Chinese, French, Indian, blah, blah, blah. But the, and different spice mixes that you can make to make it taste like that. Right. And the Thai one is basil, cardamom, cumin, garlic, ginger, lemongrass, and turmeric. Yep. And, um, so. And that book in general uh, is a great book. It's called Essential Spices and Herbs. It's such a good international cooking hmm? book. It's so good. It Such is. a good international cooking book. It is. It has wonderful. It is not a paleo book, but you no. you can go through. But it has wonderful international recipes, and then you know the things that you need to change up. So you know to make it paleo. To make it paleo. Yep. So it's an excellent resource book. Got it on Amazon. Uh, it should probably be available anywhere. But um, yeah. Well, another one that I was going to do talk about is um, uh, Polish cooking. Now I kind of, because I I was kind of looking at some fun different things and one of the things um, Polish food and you know I I think it's not real I think it's I don't want to say this wrong like more bland it has a lot of more potatoes and like cabbage and yeah. stuff like that it's just because of the region what they were able to you know cook and everything yeah. um, and plant and grow but um, one of the a big thing in Polish cooking is, um, and, and actually cabbage is excellent for you, and sauerkraut and all that, is pierogies. That, they're big out there. Pierogies, People yeah. love pierogies, and you can do, yep. there's a, uh, on madesimplepaleo.com, they have a pierogi recipe, um, but you can make your pierogies uh, with all sorts of stuff, cabbage, meats, sauerkraut, spinach, fried onions, you know, just all sorts of fun things in your pierogies. So, uh, you know, you can always... And you could put sweet potato in it. Or I know white potato is now oh, yeah. paleo, but even sweet potato would be really good in pierogi. Um, yeah. So that, you know, that's an idea. Think, you know, think of things like that. A lot of people don't think of them. They'll buy them. I don't even know. Do you have pierogi stands there in New York? Seems uh, like that I'm would be sure. something I've you might see. I've never seen one, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so just something like that is, you know, you can even do. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Well, another one of mine is so the uh, something that actually has become very popular in New York recently, but it's um, Alberto, my boyfriend, is Venezuelan, and it's one of their main staples, mm-hmm. and they're called arepas. 
Have you ever heard of an arepa? I think you told me about it when you went to Rockaway. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's actually several restaurants now in New York that are like, a, they're like this new trendy thing. They're like arepa bars. So basically an arepa is just um, like flour cooked into like a small circle that's like cut in. It's They use like a special kind of flour. It's like a pita. It's, it's like a pita. Yeah, it's kind of like a pita. It's small. Yeah. And then you <laughs> stuff it with whatever you want. So like these arepa bars are kind of fun because you can like order a gazillion different things and everyone can have their favorite things in the arepa. Right. But I looked up and I found a paleo arepa. All right. And yeah, and ways to make it. So I want to try and see see what Alberta thinks if he thinks it's acceptable. Yeah. So um, how do they make the the little So it's almond flour, coconut okay. flour, eggs and tapioca flour. Okay. And then the and then you can put anything in it. The main ingredient that's Definitely going to be missing is cheese because they put cheese in all of them. But, yeah. Um, uh, which is fine. But yeah, so I think that's kind of fun. It, it is. You can do that. And some, because the actual arepa is pretty bland, so mm-hmm. it doesn't, that doesn't really matter. It's more about the fun stuff inside, and you can right. put anything you want inside. Well, and, and I know that that's a Venezuelan dish, but any Latin American dish, they all, they almost all of them lend themselves really well. To the paleo. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, we do, like, cheddar cheese and all that on our stuff up here. They don't do that in Mexico. They don't put, like, yeah. cheddar cheese on all, you know, on all their stuff. Yeah. Most of the food yeah. down there they don't do cheese on. However, there is a Mexican cheese called t- cotilla, which is really oh. good. And it, it is made from cow's milk. It's a kind of a... It's a harder, it's a medium hard. Our Vashon corn. That's what we use, our Vashon corn. It's a medium hard cheese. You can kind of grate it or it'll crumble. It's like, uh, use like a Parmesan kind of, it'll crumble. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, if you're of course allergic to cow's milk, um, you know, no, you can't have it. But if you're not and you want to add a little to, you know, it's not like you you don't eat as much of it. It's not like a cheese that you would slice up and eat like cheddar cheese or what. Yeah. yeah. It's not like like that. It's just, you sprinkle it on and it has a salty flavor to it. So, um, Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it's something that you could add a little, you know, that, that is a little bit. And it's not like you put a ton of it on. It's not like it melts. It's not like you put it on like on nachos and it melts or anything. No, it's the more like how you would use Parmesan cheese. Um, yeah. and yeah. it's very good. It's spelled C O T I J A. And you can usually buy it like in a wedge or something like that where the hard, uh, um, cheeses are not back where all the shredded and stuff. It's not back there. It's usually in the Soft, fancy yeah. international cheese section, but yeah, yeah, any of the Latin American dishes can very easily be converted. Um, Oh yeah. To I mean, paleo. yeah. I mean, I think we talked about that a lot, but yes. like talk, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, and one brand specifically with tacos that just makes my life. I love tacos, and I eat. Yeah. I eat, before this even existed, I just ate like I don't even know what you want to call it. I just like making tacos. I love tacos. Eating yeah. it on a salad. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. Um, that's like one of my favorite go-to meals. But um, uh, this brand called Siete. Um, someone on Instagram actually asked me about this the other day because I posted a picture in the grocery store of my grocery cart. And this brand called Siete, they're at a lot of Whole Foods now. Um, they're based out of Austin, of course. Um, and they make tortillas, mm-hmm. they make almond flour tortillas, and then they also make coconut and cassava flour tortillas. Mm-hmm. So if you okay. are AIP, you can have those. Yeah. And um, we had them, remember? Yep, we did. They were delicious. Uh-huh. 
Uh, and then good. they also make uh, paleo um, tortilla chips. Oh, right. Uh, That's right. With, that are made out of cassava flour also, and they are literally to die for. They have normal, they have lime, so they basically taste like the hint of lime Tostitos, if anyone likes those. Mm-hmm. And then they have a nacho one. I don't even understand. Literally, it's just a bunch of spices. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't explain. They taste like nachos. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it tastes like Doritos. Right. They're so good. So, and there's literally nothing bad. I've read the ingredients 50 times thinking there's got to be something bad in here. Yeah. Every time there's not. Yes, every time. Every time. Every time. Uh, so those are really good. Well, and then also, okay, so another uh, kind of region that I did some looking up on is Middle Eastern. And uh-huh. one of the things, you can replace hummus with mashed root vegetables. So you can... Yeah, you know, I have seen a lot of recipes for paleo hummus because for a long time I thought hummus was... Paleo? No, it's chickpeas. But it's made with chickpeas. Yeah, it's made with chickpeas. Yeah. I wasn't eating it because I, I do like hummus, but it's not something I just like buy. But Yo, but you know I what? It was you can cook uh, root like root vegetables like uh, um, turnips and like. stuff like that and then just mash it mm-hmm. up. Hummus doesn't have like a strong, you know, it gets flavored to taste like different things. It doesn't have a strong yeah, taste. Yeah, I guess that's true. It, yeah, I don't think it has a strong taste at all. Um, but you could use uh, mashed root vegetables. Um, for that, you know, Middle Eastern uses a lot of lamb. I love lamb. Uh, like, you've done your lamb meatballs oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah, the lamb meatballs. Yeah. So good, yeah. I'm really into that. And also, I found... And you could probably make a... What's that white sauce that is in, like, in a... Tzatziki? A tzatziki? Yes, tzatziki Yeah, sauce. it's like cucumber I, there, sauce yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like a white sauce. Right. But I've seen recipes for that, yeah. too. That and it's usually made I think it's with, with coconut yogurt. milk. But yeah, but I think you can make it with coconut milk. Yes. Um, yeah. And then also, I found a recipe, and I want I'm going to try this because I actually really like. Uh, I this looks better than regular tabbouleh or tabbouleh. I'm not sure how you pronounce it for sure. Tabula, whatever. It's just kind of a mix of. It, it's usually been uh, made with like bulgur wheat, um, which uh, and then lots of different vegetables. But we don't have the wheat. But what they make it is it's a paleo sweet potato tabbouleh. And um, it's Fun. really good. It's like uh, sweet potatoes. They're all like cubed up. It's like it's like a salad, Chelsea. And it's like uh, mm-hmm. all all the vegetables are all cubed up. Um, and you'll see it at um, uh, well on the at the oasis in uh, Illinois that we go through. All the Tollway Oasises have um, a Middle Eastern. One of the restaurants is a Middle Eastern thing, mm-hmm. and they have uh, kind of a different version of this. They're not with the sweet potato, huh. but just the salad. It's like a salad. It's like a chopped salad. Yeah. Kinda. But it has uh, sweet potatoes in this one. Then what it's usually in the other, it'll have like cucumber, tomatoes, red onion, you know, like that, all chopped up. Yeah. So it's really Yum, good. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, so this one has sweet potato in it, which sounded really good. Um, yeah. And that is from... I wonder if you from... could use mashed up sweet potato to make hummus. Oh, well, yeah, yeah you could. It would have a strong, fla- a stronger flavor than mashed root vegetables. Yeah. Depends on what you're going to use it for. But anyway, but this sweet potato is from Eat the Gains. Not grains, but mm-hmm. eatthegains.com. Okay. Um, and cool. it's also Whole30 compliant. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it's a really good, so it's a paleo sweet potato. Tabbouleh. That sounds delicious. I want to make that. Yeah, no, I'm, I know. I printed it out because I'm gonna, I'm going to try it. 
um, cause it's just got really good stuff in it. Um, and, uh, did you have another region or, um, yeah, I have one that's very important to our family. Oh, Swedish. Yes. So Scandinavian so, type food. Very important to us. What'd you say? Scandinavian type food. Yes. But specifically our mm -hmm. family recipe of S Swedish, Swedish meatballs. meatballs. We, every, the big holidays, well, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We have Swedish meatballs. Christmas Eve. <laughs> For Christmas dinner. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve dinner. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Christmas Eve dinner. Um, and that's a big thing for us. So I found a paleo Swedish meatball recipe because obviously the only bad part really of Swedish meatballs is the, the gravy, right? Um, like the actual meatballs aren't bad. No, They're but meatballs. they have, uh, bread, uh, crumbs in them. Although, um, I made oh, they do two years. Well, usually meatballs have breadcrumbs, but that's going to be one of the things that I'm going to talk about where you can substitute. But you can instead of breadcrumbs, you can use flax meal. And I actually oh, did you make I think two years ago for Christmas Eve. I made the meatballs that year. I did the whole thing paleo. The only thing that wasn't the was the too. rice. Yeah, the gravy. It was all paleo. Oh yes, mm. because I used coconut milk. Instead of... I was just going to say, so it's, what this says for the gravy is, so onion, cloves, coconut milk, beef broth, butter or ghee, black pepper, and tapioca flour. Mm hmm Yeah. And so, and I made it, and everybody loved it, so, you know, it was That's really great. good. That's great. Was that yeah. when I was there? Um, I'm trying, it was two years ago, so I don't know if you were there. Oh, I wasn't there. I don't remember that. But, um... You made them, we had them last year. Yeah, no, I made I made them last year too, but um, and then you can do it over the uh, collie rice. Over collie rice, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Ooh, we should make this. That sounds great. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then. So what are your subs? Do you have another one? Or um, your substitute. One another. Well, just in general, I just I wanted to say Caribbean is easy. Caribbean foods because there's a lot mm. of spices in those, and there's a lot of natural, just like fruits. Um, uh, a lot of fruits in the like plantains and stuff like that in the Caribbean cooking, chicken usually, um, and vegetables. It's very you know, but it's usually with Caribbean. It's very much the spices you know and herbs. Yeah, I was gonna say so the spices in the spice book for Caribbean, allspice, cinnamon, cloves, ginger, and nutmeg. And nutmeg, yeah. And um, and like I alluded to at the beginning, the French. I really. Really, it was like, okay, <laughs> French. Now, the butter, yes. I mean, all, all the butter in the world with French. But really, I didn't know even where to go with... I'm not a French food connoisseur because I'm not a big sauce person. And French food usually does have a lot of sauces. From I what, guess, to be honest, this is probably really naive of me, but I don't even know what you consider French well, What's French food? Well, I know. Well, that's right. Other I was, than bread and cheese. Well, and that's like just it. I don't know actually the names of the dishes themselves, but I know that French food has, you know, uh, more sauces. Um, they and I think it's probably delicious. I mean, it sounds really you know wonderful and stuff. I know they use. It seems like, um, try, well, French fries. <laughs> <laughs> When 
and I tried to look up French recipes, and I put in French paleo. It just and everything was up. French fries. It just was like French fries, French fries or French, French toast, French, French toast. toast. Yeah. Oh, the French are, ro- are rolling their eyes right now. And but see, and I think of France, and I think of you know bread and cheese and meats and and wine. That that's what everybody eats all day. So I'm like, and I don't think burgundy, paleo. Hmm? beef stewed in red wine. Yeah. Yeah, beef stew. Yeah. They do. Um, I think the food is probably delicious. I, like I said, I, I've never been to like a French restaurant. It's just not something that right. appeals to me for some reason. But, you know, I'm sure yeah. it's delicious. But again, like I said, a lot of it is, you know, the fr- the bread. And I thought, okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody that goes to France that I listen to, like on podcasts or on TV or whatever, it's always about the bread and the cheese. And I'm like, okay, you gotta well, get the baguette. I guess I'm not. I we can't. Yeah, the baguette. You know. And then again, <laughs> Italian. Now, um, you've got. Did you have you ever tried this? Because one of the things I looked up that they talked about making your pizza crust out of is cauliflower. Cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. There's actually a a pre-made cauliflower pizza crust that you can get at Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. That's made with cauliflower. Well, it sounded really easy mm-hmm. to make. You just do it in your bullet. You could do it in your mm-hmm. in your blend. It's in just your... like making. Yeah, in the food processing. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh huh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you could do Italian food, and I know that's one of your favorites, Chelsea. And I know you've done it because yeah. you use the spaghetti uh, squash yep. for spaghetti. You the can spaghetti use squash, uh, yeah. the zoodle maker for any of the pastas with you know, the pizza. Yeah. You can have the uh, pizza crust be the cauliflower. Uh, I also have a great pizza crust recipe actually on the website it's my favorite i've tried a few and it's my favorite pizza crust recipe it's so good i've made it for several people and everyone is like this is like better than pizza it's so good and you can put anything you want on top and just a note when you're getting red sauce like you can get pizza sauce at the store most of it is all paleo i mean like ragu is probably not paleo right right but (laughs) it's the sugar like the more The f- nicer ones, yeah, they're all, and I mean, not expensive, but just, like, not 99 cents, probably, um, are all, usually don't have sugar. So just check the label and make sure it's just all normal stuff. Right. Because that's all pizza sauce. I mean, it's pizza sauce, marinara sauce. I usually get tomato basil sauce. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and then also Indian food, masala, uh, chicken, butter, chicken, all those can oh, be yeah. converted so easily. You can eat anything. Um, okay, so yeah. some of these conversions, so like you can use, like I said, the flax meal in place of breadcrumbs, and it's very nutritious, So and it yeah, has a good, good flavor to it. So um, if if you need flour in a recipe, you can use coconut flour, almond flour, or a combination often mm-hmm. works really well. If it yeah. calls for milk, you can put... They say combinations are really good. Yeah. If something calls for milk, you can use coconut or almond milk. If it calls for cream, you can use coconut cream. If it calls for soy, you can use coconut aminos. Um, in place of sugar, you can often use honey or real maple syrup. Uh, for rice, use cauliflower. For spaghetti or th- noodles like that, spaghetti squash or z- the zucchini uh, noodles. Or uh, there's other things you can make uh, sweet potato pasta uh, noodles mm-hmm. and different things. Um, just remember to use coconut oil. If it calls for like a canola oil or a vegetable oil like that, always use a coconut oil or an avocado oil. Uh, if it calls for margarine, which some recipes might because margarine is soft, use ghee instead of butter because butter mm-hmm. is harder. So if it calls for margarine for a reason because of the texture, use ghee. Don't use margarine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you can use um, use olive oil again as another oil, not canola. Uh, you can do um, in, in in some of the like Thai and stuff like that instead of peanuts, which is a lot of the sauces or thing different things that with uh, peanuts on them. You can use almond um, mm -hmm. almond butter or almonds or whatever for the nuts. So just kind of you know, be creative things. and yeah. And, I know. I, I hope this helped yeah. you think of all the things you can make because now I want to go make all this food. <laughs> I know. I totally am going to so do the tempura uh, shrimp soon. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah. I, you can make it for me. I will. I will make it for you. <laughs> Yay! Very so, fun. Yeah. Well, let us know if you make any of these. I'm very excited. I love that idea about making. Getting your friends together and making different like once a month dishes from yeah. different countries. Yeah, Celebrate all fun. these different countries, the food around the world. It's incredible, and we get very focused, like you said, on my chicken, my this, my that, you know. And it's yeah. like get out of the box and make it a little bit more fun. And make it fun, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, well, we will be back with you guys next week with an episode that is going to be very fun. It's going to be about making. Um, homemade paleo pesticides and what is the word? <laughs> well, okay, for bug, like maybe bug spray for yourself, but also yeah, for things like, for your garden, like your little plant for garden, your garden that are safe yeah. to eat or for your. So it's all yeah. yeah, it's all safe to use to wash your fruits, vegetables, yep, all of that kind of stuff that we can just make at home with probably stuff you just have around. Yep. So we will talk about how you can kind of make that little collection for yourself. And I, great. Well, we hope you guys have a great week, and we will be back with you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes, and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk, and you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement, and of course, join our Paleo E-Party at www.paleopeptalk.com. And very important, if you have any questions, fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time. 